Episode number 204. Is this thing on? Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. Hey. Is this thing on? Maybe. Is this thing on? Yeah. We're back. Right now we're, we're right now we're blowing out everybody's car stereo speakers. Yeah. We gotta cut that out. We're back. We're back. We're back. Last week was a best of show. Chris, thanks for throwing that on. Oh, because yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there wasn't a whole lot of news to talk about. So we like to throw back to a time when there was awesome news to talk about yeah. for the Camaro. Yeah, and those were great interviews that you did out there at Camaro Fest. So I always like putting those into a best of show. Definitely gonna get more this year, by the way. Uh-huh. Camaro uh-huh. Fest nine? Nine? Is it nine? I, IX. Yeah, nine. IX. Um that uh that's already being promoted. It's yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah. It's awesome. Maybe we'll get some more news by then too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we do have some cool things to talk about we this, do. this week though. We do. We do. Picking some things out of the headlines to talk about. Um so what have you been up to? Oh, you know, just working, playing out in the garage, drinking some beer, you know. I, you know what? I've been. I've been flooded. We've got the wettest February in Tennessee history, as far as I know. I think the whole like country my ba- has, dude. I, I've got a creek in my backyard, and it yeah. was almost going to crest. It was as high as I've ever seen it in the two years I've lived here. Really? Yeah. It's pretty cool. I was out there. I wanted to, I, I wanted to go out there and try to wade through it, but my wife said no because, well, you know, the whole being swept away and probably die thing kind of bothered her. So. Oh, okay. I, saw, yeah. I thought it was snowing. I see it was snowing in Las Vegas. I know. They got a couple inches of snow there. They said the first time in a decade or so. And Weird. Yeah. That was crazy how much snow. It was snowing in L.A. <laughs> how nuts is that? Next is frogs and locusts. <laughs> Rainy season. Remember that story? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> one of my favorite stories in Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good one, Book by Stephen too. King. That was a good one. That's a good one. We do have some stories to we talk do. about today. We do. Yeah. Um, lots of different things. I wanted to start off the show with um, talking about this. Um, GM took a little bit of a heat. Talk, doing this last year, they moved to quarterly reporting instead of monthly um, with their with their sales figures and stuff like that. And and you know we we were na- we're not able to bring you up to date numbers every single month now. But I think they did it for a reason, and we, we talked about that in the past. Mm-hmm. It gives more uh, uh, a better snapshot of what the state of um, business is at, at the current time for that quarter. And and guess what. Ford is now following suit, according to our friends over at FordAuthority.com. Um, it says some Ford Authority uh, readers have written asking about January sales figures, so we thought it was a good time to also to uh, remind you that Ford has now moved to quarterly sales reporting, thereby bringing an end to a long-time tradition of reporting sales on a monthly basis. Something as big as auto sales shouldn't be 
measured granularly like that. Mm-hmm. I agree with this. Um, the article that we're talking about, that you're talking about, it goes on to say that Ford's reasons for switching to quarterly uh, are similar to those of GM. It allegedly allows it to better control the message associated with sales figures while delivering a more accurate picture of sales health over a longer span of time. So it's kind of like watching the stock market. You it, day trade, you know, day tra- normal folks like us, we don't look at the every minute, every second up and down. It'll drive right. you crazy. Right. You look at it in the long span, the long tail. And I think that's what they're doing. What, what's interesting here is it says Tesla is the only other automotive manufacturer or automaker that reports its sales figures on a quarterly basis. So now it's GM, Ford, Tesla. I think Tesla did it first, though. <laughs> um, they said they wouldn't be surprised if other automakers begin to do it, especially Fiat, Chrysler, automobiles. I think it makes sense, at least, at least to me. Um, it's like watching the hands on a clock. You know, yeah, you, you, you'll you'll drive yourself nuts, but yeah. if you look at the the broader picture, you can have a better, more accurate view. I I, I get it. I agree with it. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess we can line up the numbers more accurately now. Yeah, because, you know, a month up, a month down, but it doesn't show the overall trend. Right. It just shows a 60-day span. Car sales, it, it, it might take 30 to 60 days just for dealers to move cars. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about that before. It costs money to have them sit on the lot. And sometimes they sit on a lot for 30 days, oh, depending yeah. on the the model, the color, that, the trends, the whole thing. It makes sense. So, um, what is it? So, let's see. The first quarter will be January, February, March. So, I guess they will be releasing those in April. I guess mm-hmm. it would begin beginning of April. So, that would be the first mm-hmm. quarter of 2019. So, we got another month to go before we get those sales figures. And we should be able to still do the comparison between Chevrolet, mm-hmm. Camaro, and Ford oh, yeah. Mustang. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Uh, let's see what else. What else news here we got? I think we talked about this two weeks ago. The Ecopo, yes, Camaro. We did. We finally got some video footage of it, yeah. and let me see. Well, you might as well just hit the mute button on your keyboard because it doesn't sound like anything. Yeah, let me see if I can play. See if there we okay. hear anything. Yeah. Ooh, did you hear that burnout? <laughs> Here, no. There, okay, hold on. We played it again. <laughs> it, went, it went. It was like a little squeak. Okay, it's 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 pulling up to the line silently. It's at Lucas Lucas Oil Speedway. Right. Are they talking crap about electric in this? <laughs> they might be. So what what's happening right now? It, it, it's it's staging, staging right now. Pulling up to the line. Stay yep. Yeah, yeah. It just pulled a wheelie right off the line. Wait, it's moving? Oh yeah. Nine eighty-three at one hundred and thirty-four point oh seven miles per hour. So, basically, the most 
noise you heard out of that car was the the tires on the mm-hmm. on the pavement, like the crinkling, yeah, or the, or the squeak the when it, yeah. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. This this is going to be interesting. Yeah, uh, we 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 are living in interesting times here. You know, Tesla did it first. I, you know, I I gotta I gotta tip my head to Tesla because. I think without them kind of pushing the envelope, I don't think we would have this. I really don't. You don't think so? No. With Tesla? Hmm. I really don't. I, yeah. I think as, as crazy as Elon Musk is, and he is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think he's pushing everybody. I really do. You know, they may be losing money on every single Tesla they built, but they're, they're, I think they're, they're, they're pushing everybody, and I, and I love it. Ooh, and I'm, I'm really glad to see um, Chevrolet with this with this eCopo. Not, mm-hmm. not a lot of people won't agree with me though. They'll be like, "Ah, freaking electric! No, no replacement for displacement." I don't know. Mm. I, I, I beg to differ right now. Mm. I've always had a little space for this because, like we've said, I think the last three episodes now, you evolve or you die. Mm-hmm. Tesla might be losing money. Elon Musk might be a little nutty. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still shaking things up and making people say, wait a minute, there's a different way to look at this. He's constantly doing it, man. You got to respect the dude. Mm-hmm. I bet you he has enormous piles of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Wasn't he on a podcast like smoking weed or something like that? With he, Joe Rogan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it is legal in California. It, it's also legal here in Michigan. Um, so if they want to indulge, what's who's to say they can't, right? <laughs> Well, there's there's a lot worse things they could do, like giant piles of cocaine. Like, what's the guy behind DeLorean? John DeLorean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just saw SpaceX, his other company, just launched um, a couple satellites in a, a moon lander for the country of Israel yesterday. Or, uh, not China, Israel. Yes. So, yeah, good stuff is going on with them, man. Good stuff. Oh, man. What else is going on here? Oh, gosh, man. That's, that, it's neat to watch that thing move. And I think it was really neat that everybody cheered at the end of it. I almost think that they were like, yeah, electric, okay, whatever. And then when they pulled off a 9, 8, 9.837 at 134, they're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you mean that thing can run? Oh, wow. Oh, on a side note, though. Yeah. According to Haggerty, which I just love some of their articles. They have great articles. Um, GM's new the headline, GM's new 6.6 liter small block V8 could be a treat for hot rodders. So don't worry. We're not forgetting about the internal combustion engine. They're, Haggerty's talking about this, this, this truck engine will be a great basis for a performance car, for racing, that sort of thing, because of a lot of things that it can, it can deal with. Um, I'm not going to read the whole article, but... You know, this is a strong engine. I think it's going to take a long time before trucks go electric. I mean, I know that they've already started kind of experimenting with it, but it's going to be a long time before the internal combustion engine is phased out. And by the time it is phased out, and it probably will in our lifetime. What do you think, like 50 years? I I think we'll still be alive, Chris, you and I anyway. I hope so. Um, (laughs) The electric electric engine, the electric-powered vehicle, I should say, is going to be so refined and so powerful that the 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 internal combustion engine will be 
kind of like um, like using um, uh, dial-up internet mm. compared to broadband. It'll just be so refined by then. It's true. That's my prediction. So it's going to be a while. So you know, you, you got plenty of time to play. And according to Haggerty, the new six point six liter small block, you can have a, have a good time with that. So no worries, man. Hmm. Oh boy, it's winter, dude. <laughs> you know, I got I got like the winter blues. I'm just I know. I, you know, Michigan is very dreary, but Nashville has been a lot like Michigan the past two weeks. Like, we have one day of sun. It's just, uh, The sun's been out here, um, but we've just been getting hit with snow and ice, and then it, then it clears up, and it goes up to 40, and the stuff melts, and now they're saying a bomb cyclone is going to hit on Sunday, whatever the heck that is. We're supposed to have- Get ready, mofos! 50 mile an hour winds, the earths will open, you know, locusts and well, now the locusts are probably dead, but, um, (laughs) Andy Dick becomes president. Uh Um, remember Andy Dick? Mm hmm. Yeah. Is he still alive? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think he's on cameo. I think he's on cameo too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, hey, in the past couple of weeks, have you gotten any emails or voicemails? We do. We have, uh, we've got an email, a couple of voicemails. Oh. So you want to start off reading that email? You did know about the email. You bet. Um, this comes from Harv from Frankfurt, Illinois. He listens to the show on iTunes. And what he has to say is this. Electric Copo makes 10 second at 133 mile per hour pass at NHRA, excuse me, NHRA Winter Nationals. That's been, you know, updated since then, but... He goes on to say, yes, it is silent, and you can hear the tires slipping on the burnout. Very surreal. And to which I, we will say, we agree. Very surreal <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, definitely. Then he talks, goes on to say, Robert Height, top Friday qualifier, specially modified Camaro funny car, designed to attain 330-plus mile-per-hour speeds, designed and engineered by Chevrolet. Yes, it's a real Camaro. I have to respectfully disagree with that last part. Okay. Um, yeah, Robert Height, great driver. Great story behind him. I was actually watching an interview with him a couple weeks ago. Um, but I'm, I'm questioning uh, the whole designed and engineered by Chevrolet, and yes, it's a real Camaro. Uh, I'm not quite sure what that means because Alan Johnson, I believe, is the uh, engineering crew chief for John Force Racing. And uh, real Camaro? <laughs> well, maybe with stickers. <laughs> yeah, those things, those things resemble a Camaro. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I guess if you put a, yeah, I mean, you could say, yes, it's a Camaro body, but it's a Camaro funny car body. Right. Um, yeah, Alan Johnson, um, he made the move to John Force Racing a, a, a while back, and, and gosh, uh, I don't think Chevrolet has much to do with that other than, I think Chevrolet actually pays John Force Racing to put to, 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 to put a Chevrolet uh, sticker set and Camaro sticker set on the car. Either way, Robert Height's awesome, kicking ass. 330 miles an hour in a quarter mile is just amazing. And I can't, I hope to get out to some top fuel drag racing uh, sometime in person this year. Speaking Thanks of for ra- that email, Harv. Appreciate yeah. it as always. Speaking of racing, didn't we just pass the Daytona 500 last weekend? Yeah, I kind of watched a little bit of it. Did a, did a Chevy guy win? Let's uh, see. I, I don't know. There's a huge, huge, huge ass wreck at the end, I guess. Oh, really? Um, I, I don't know. I, I started watching it and then I sort of... Found something else to do. I think I went to the garage and play with my car. This is Denny Hamlin. Who's Denny Hamlin? What kind of car does he drive? Let's see. 
Denny Hamlin holds off. Kyle Busch avoids crash to win NASCAR's biggest race. Denny Hamlin. Uh, I don't know. Let me look up. Let me look up Denny Hamlin. See who he is. Like, oh, I think he, he drives for FedEx. A uh, FedEx car? Doesn't he have a chain of restaurants? I have no idea. Hold on. <laughs> you never ate at a Denny's restaurant? Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. He drove a Toyota. Toyota number 11. Toyota. Bush, Toyota number 18. E. Jones, Toyota number 20. Number four, Jay Logano, Ford number 22. And M. McDowell, Ford number 34. Mm. <clears throat> Who I want to know about is I was tagged no less than about 20 people on not only on Twitter and Facebook. Some dude put his own face on a NASCAR. Oh, I did see that. And uh, people kept tagging me. No, my. Because I put my face on a piece of luggage. My oh, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That's Corey LaJoy. Is that how you say that? Oh, that was, it, I mean, it was unique. It was funny. Uh, you know what? <laughs> why, why take it too seriously? But uh, is that how you say it? Uh, Corey, Corey LaJoy? La I don't know. And he, it even gave him buck teeth. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's actually kind of cool. You got you to gotta love that. Yeah. Um, not only that, it just got weirder. The pace car for the 2019 Daytona 500 was a truck driven by Chris, guy you and I met in person not long ago, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Drove that Chevrolet Silverado Daytona pace truck. Nice. I think a Corvette also had something to do with that. But, you know. <laughs> cool. Um, we've got a couple voicemails. Uh, let's oh, no, that was the Indy see. 500, beg your pardon. Pace that truck. Pace truck? Kick ass. Okay, let's get to the voicemails. Yeah, let's see. we got two voicemails. Let's kick off the first one here. Hi, this is Adi from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, calling to tell you guys a late, belated Happy New Year. Um, I am in a market for a 6 Gen Camaro. I'm like, I'm looking at either a 2017 um, 50th anniversary SS, or if I go new, I'll just get a LT. Um, and the electric Camaro, eh, see how it goes. I think we're still maybe 10 years out before they go all electric with everything. So the gas companies that come up with something to keep gas going and put the electric down again. Other than that, um, have a good week. Welcome, Audie from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. <clears throat> he wants to know if he should get a 50th anniversary SS Camaro or a new LT. Mm. I, I would say go with the SS. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get more power. It's a 50th anniversary. Um, so if you can get a good deal on it on the 2017, do it. Do I, I agree. It. I agree. Do it. Um, and, and you know, an LT is nothing to sneeze at. Um, if you, you know, and, and, and that would be a 2019. So you mm -hmm. get the refreshed front end and, and, and then the taillights. That's right. So what is going to suit you more? Do you want the power of the V8? Or are you happy with a, you know, a, either V6 or a Turbo 4? Mm. I don't know. And then he made a comment he thinks about, uh, he thinks that the Camaro's the, the all electric is eh, maybe ten years away. I agree. Yeah. Cool. They're just scratching the surface. Just scratching the surface. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Good voicemail, man. <sighs> yeah. If you guys want to get in your your voicemails, you want to try and wake us up or ask us a question <laughs> or something like that. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, here's the last one. 
hey, is the Camaro ever leaving the building? The 2019 Camaro, it seems like it's making the Camaro generation leave the building. So hopefully they're not leaving because then we can make a seventh generation. All right. Love Camaros, baby. Okay. <clears throat> Someone who loves Camaros. Um, they didn't leave their name, but uh, they want to know, is Camaro ever going to leave the building? Probably not. <laughs> that he hopes that they they don't, and it doesn't leave the building because he really wants a seventh generation. I get it. And I agree. I totally, 100% agree. If they, um, no. I, I don't even want to think about them doing the Camaro away again. You know? They make they make enough money on it. I hope so. <laughs> We've talked about this quite a few times. They make a I hope so. <laughs> a little side note here. Side note. I'm just doing a search for uh, uh, pace cars, just an image search while we were doing the bump there. In 2008, an E85 ethanol C6 Corvette Z06 paced the Indy 500. Remember, remember that the big thing E85 ethanol. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody was all, hey, man, it costs forty cents less a gallon and gets sixty percent less fuel economy. <laughs> my vehicle, my my daily driver is a flex fuel vehicle. Yeah, have I you put ever, E85 have, in it once to see yeah. what would happen. Yeah, that was the last gotta, time you ever did that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, I can I can just drive like at fifty five miles an hour and see the gas gauge go down. <laughs> Watch it go down. It was like my my one of my old friends in high school. He had a '78 Cordoba with a 440 <laughs> with a four barrel, and when you punch it, it would go. You could watch the gas gauge go down. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. And then and then my Jeep. It was Jeep Grand Cherokee with the 3.6 liter. Uh, and then it ran like crap. And then I got a service engine soon light, and so I went to the dealership, and they said, yeah. Don't ever run E85 in this vehicle again. I don't care what the dealers, uh, what the manufacturer says. Don't do it. And so I haven't ever since then. Well, that's dumb. It really was them trying to jump on the bandwagon, but I don't think that electric is going to go the way of E85. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I think they're making, they're making uh, leaps and bounds in technology with the battery packs too. Mm -hmm. In fact, I saw, uh, and I think I mentioned this maybe in a previous episode, Mary Barra came out and said they've never had to replace a single battery pack in a Volt. Ever. I don't remember that. Never. I don't remember you saying that. So that's neat. Yeah. Too cool. Yeah. So. Huh. <sighs> that's the list of voicemails. I got to think that our folks over there in the uh, oil producing countries are going, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Crap. What are we going to do now? God, we've been living in palaces all <clears throat> these years and. Paying three uh, cents a gallon for gas. <laughs> you know, buying. You know, all sorts of luxuries that, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do now? Yeah. Guess what? What? <laughs> That's what. God. All right. Uh, what do we got here? What else we got going on here? Um, we got see. a smattering of links to talk about. We don't. Do we have anything more Camaro specific to talk we, about? We don't. But I, but I wouldn't mind talking about this last link you have here. Uh, about California? Yeah. It's about time they got something right. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. Poor. <laughs> but this is cool, man. This is cool. I like this idea. If, Chris, if, you want to go ahead and lead into it? Yeah. If they could do it. They're saying uh, California lawmakers proposing highways, uh, certain highways, with no speed limit. Kind of like, you know, the Autobahn. 
in, in Germany. Didn't Montana have that at one point? Yeah, remember it was like a it was like a fair and prudent speed is what they it's called not, it. That's kind of how I drive anyway, so yeah. it's not a big um this is this week a California lawmaker made national headlines with a proposal to expand two highways in his district. The expansion itself seems pretty straightforward, adding two northbound, two southbound lanes to I-5 and State Route 99, routes that connect Los Angeles to the Bay Area. The lanes added would have no posted speed limit. Um, that was introduced uh, Republicans representing California's 37th Sunday District, most of Orange County. The idea is a, the idea of a no-limit highway and the proposal's assertion that such a stretch of road could somehow reduce greenhouse gas emissions certainly piqued our interest. What? So we reached Senator Morlach by phone just to find out what he had in mind for an automobile. They're calling it the American Autobahn. Turns out, Senator's a bit of a gearhead himself. He drives a 96 Chevy Impala SS. His wife drives a... 96? Yeah. The big old B body. Oh, yeah. B? The B? No. Yeah. But the big old one, the kind yeah. of car. His wife's daily driver is a 90 Avante Touring Sedan, and he's got a 74 Brickland SV1 in the garage. Um, so they're, they're proposing this. What do, you, what do you think? I think a bunch of a-holes like me are going to ruin it. That's what, what I think. <laughs> hey, man, no, no, no speed limits. Let's go. Hey, everybody, let's go out to Cali, and let's get on this road and die. And then yeah, we're going to be road pizza. <laughs> Oh boy, I don't know. You know, let's let's think about the times we're living in. Let's just let's just pontificate for just a moment. The whole White House thing is just funny, no matter what side you're on. Um, medical marijuana is becoming recreational marijuana legally around the country. We have electric vehicles. Um, I don't know when we're going to get flying cars, time machines, and no speed limits. <laughs> It's just, it's a crazy time we're living in. Yeah. Uh, also, not to mention 755 horsepower factory pushrod V8s. Yeah, sure is. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. It is crazy. Whatever happened to that Montana no speed limit thing? I, I think they repealed that. I want to say they repealed that. Did, because people did, because people died or? I don't, I don't know. Remember reasonable, reasonable and prudent. Yes. From the Missoulin. My my uncle Dan, my mom's brother, lived in Missoula, Montana. Yeah, long, long time ago though. Let's see here. Is there no speed limit in Montana? It'll increase the speed limits to eighty miles an hour. But uh, <laughs> CarAndDriver.com from December 29, twenty seventeen. Love this title. Montana was once the last bastion of hot, nasty, badass speed. <laughs> And then it goes on to talk about, yeah, 1996, this, that, and the other thing. And it has a, t- a nifty timeline. Oh, man. 1998, the Supreme Court of Montana, upon hearing the case of Rudy Stanko, sounds like a pro wrestler, decides that the state's reasonable and prudent law is unconstitutionally vague and doesn't give drivers fair notice of what speed is fast enough to be illegal. I guess that makes sense, though. Yeah. I- the initial thought of no speed limit's very enticing, but at the same time, that means cops can pull you over for whatever the heck they want. True, true. It's it's up to their discretion. And sometimes, as friends that we are with our police forces, uh, and we support them wholly, but at the same time, their judgment is human. Huh, I guess I get it. Yep. 
I'd like to see how this California thing goes. You know what should happen? Somebody should elect Jason Port <laughs> to like California House of Representatives or some yeah, stuff State like that. Assembly or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you can influence that just so you can see what happens from a distance. Yeah. You know, from a distance. <laughs> and then go visit and go visit and then come back. Go visit and use his cars. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, you know. <laughs> do you do you pay attention to how fast you're going? You can usually tell. You know what I mean? Like I, that's after why I'm asking. Been, after you've been driving a long time, you just kind of know how fast you're going. So yeah, it's it's very like if I'm on, on surface streets and whatnot. No, I never look. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You just know what what's going to get you busted and what's not. Exactly. Remember, you know, when you first got your driver's license, you looked at that sp- speedometer like every two and a half seconds, making sure that you're not going to get pulled over. And now I can't remember the last time I actually looked at my speedometer, but I just know that I did all right. Yeah. Reasonable and prudent. Exactly. So mm. let's we'll wait and see where that goes. If it goes anywhere. Probably not. It's <laughs> California. We're crying out loud. Yeah, that's true. So, oh man, too fun of a show. Yeah. Good, I want to though. thank all our uh, emails and voicemails, uh, sub- submissions that we got. Um, I don't think we've got anything else to talk about this week anyway. No. I think no. we're out of time. Yeah, we're definitely out of time. And it was, it was, uh, you know, sometimes when we think we don't have enough content, we always do. <laughs> that's a way, that, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. When we have too much content, that means we got to pack it in and we can't be ourselves. Right. So will we, we will be back at you next week and uh, hopefully we'll have some more news for you. And get your voicemails and emails in so we can talk about them before next week. And we'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.